0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome again, everybody. Uh, this is my sixth show, uh, Going Strong. Uh, I want to thank everybody again up to this point for giving me a, sh- a chance and uh, for listening in, especially on the archives. Uh, piggybacking off last week, I want to thank Mel- Melanie Sharp again for coming on and talking with us about the uh, uh, fundraiser for uh, cancer last Saturday, which we had a great time there. I was there last Saturday, and we had a- had a good time for a worthy cause. Also, I had a chance to check out the House of Bing on Friday uh, with Brother Joe Stroder, the founder and CEO of Mo Better Jazz Productions at the House of Bing every Friday at 7.30 p.m. Normally, I talk for a while, but not today. I'm going to go right into the interview with my special guest, a world-renowned clinical psychiatrist practicing in Washington, D.C. for many years, also for over 40 years has been studying the concept of racism and white supremacy, why it exists, how it works, and who it works. In my opinion, it's elevating her to the status of expert on the subject. She's a noted author of the Crest Theory of Color Confrontation, which explores the practice of white supremacy. She's also the author of the ISIS papers, The Keys to the Colors. I want to welcome, I am honored and humbled. Dr. Francis Crest-Welsing. Doctor, how are you doing today?
0: I'm fine. How are you, Mr. Bledsoe? Glad to be with you.
1: Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate you taking taking time. We're going to just jump right in. I'll try not to be too scatterbrained, but I'm sure we'll, we'll work it out. Uh, the most recent issue, uh, there's been a lot of uh, talk about Jay-Z and his response to the Barney issue. Uh, he seems to... Kind of distances itself from that, and I'm not surprised because I've always thought he was actually part of the system, uh, part of an Illuminati-style system. Uh, I just want to get your take on his, his his response to the fact that it's not this is they're doing, and not him.
0: Well, you know, I always like to start off with uh, my basic understanding, and I say that. The challenge for black people today, this is a crisis period for black people. We've been through many crises, but this is also an important crisis period. And we're in a crisis, I maintain, because we don't understand the power context that we are in. In other words, it's, it's almost like if you are watching a football game and you don't really understand the game, then you don't understand the plays that are being made. You have to understand the game to understand why certain plays are made. Or if you were looking at tennis, you have to understand the game to understand why the players are moving in a particular way. So I say that the most important thing that black people have to do at this time is to have a different kind of understanding of what we are dealing with. Uh, And we are in a system, a total system structure of racism, white supremacy. It's not racism and white supremacy. Racism is white supremacy. And that system is local, national, and global. And I'm going to read my definition. Racism white supremacy is the local and global power system and dynamic, structured and maintained by persons who classify themselves as white, whether consciously or subconsciously determined, which consists of patterns of perception, logic, symbol formation, thought, speech, action, and emotional response as conducted simultaneously in all areas of people activity, economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war for the ultimate purpose of white genetic survival and to prevent white genetic annihilation on planet Earth, a planet upon which the vast and overwhelming majority of people are classified as non-white, meaning black, brown, red, and yellow, by white-skinned people. And all of the non-white people are genetically dominant in terms of skin coloration compared to the genetic recessive white-skinned people. Now, what I maintain is that black people don't really understand people who classify themselves as white. Black people keep saying, why are they doing this? Why would they do this? Why would, you know, the events at Barneys happen? Right. Why would, you know, know, why Ku Klux Klan? Why kill Trayvon Martin? Why, 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 why? And I say because black people have been trained to believe, and it it goes back to the basic religious formulation that we were given when we were enslaved, formerly enslaved, on the plantations. And so this is going back 500 years. And in all of that pain and all of that misery where black people, I mean, people have said, I haven't seen the film, but 12 12 Years a Slave. Black people who don't understand slavery, and they need to go and see that movie. I don't have any stock in it, but they should go because there are many younger black people who don't have a clue. They think, well, we have a black president, and so what are people talking about when they talk about racism? They don't really have a clue of what enslavement was about. But black people were being raped and beaten on a daily basis. Children were sent away from their parents. All kinds of horror that went on every single day, working in the cotton fields, working in tobacco fields, doing just slave labor, not being paid, sun up to sun down. And so then black people were given a religious concept called Christianity, where the Godhead was given in the form of the Son of God, Jesus, which was portrayed as a white man, the very image of the slave master. And so when people are being beaten every day, they want to believe that one day the slave master is going to come out and be kind to them. And so they were given this image of God. And so this concept that one day we're going to be loved by white people, this is a concept that most black people operate on. It's like, why can't we all get along? Why can't we all just get along? Is what black people would like to see happen. And that's a wonderful concept. However, it is a trick concept in the system of racism, white supremacy. People who classify themselves as white are fearful of white genetic annihilation. And so for them to survive as white people... They have to do certain very specific things in all of the areas of activity that I mentioned. Now, if somebody doesn't understand what white genetic annihilation is, just look at President Obama. At this critical time in history, a black man is in the White House. That black man's mother was a white woman. The father was black. Because black is a genetic dominant trait, white is a genetic recessive trait. So whenever you put a black person and a white person together, the person is going to come out being a colored person. White people consider that to be white genetic annihilation. They don't want to be genetically annihilated. They want to remain as white people. That's why they call themselves white. They don't call themselves Euro-Americans. They trick black people and have black people call themselves African-Americans so they don't even understand what the game is all about. They say white. They want to remain white but they are a tiny minority on the planet. They are getting ready to be a tiny minority here in this area of the world where they have been the majority. They are fearful of genetic annihilation. Now, this is what black people, if they want black people, we are just like walking in a circle and walking in a circle and walking in a circle and walking in a circle. circle where black children are being worse educated today than they were 50 years ago. Yep. So, we have to begin to understand we need another game book and another playbook. You see, our game book has been fundamentally given to us through a religious concept by our religious leaders. And this is okay. I mean, this is certainly well-intended. And we can say that, look at Dr. Martin Luther King, he gave his life. There are many people who have worked hard, sacrificed, but to the extent that they don't understand the mindset, the survival necessity of people who classify themselves as white, we will continue to walk in a circle. So the events that happened at the Barney store in New York is just another manifestation of racism, white supremacy. Similar events happened at Macy's. The president recently said, you know, that if he he went in a store and he has gone in a store and he's been followed, and put under suspicion, not since he was president and goes, if he goes in the story he goes with 50 Secret Service people, hmm, right. but when he was not president. This is behavior treatment of black people in the power system dynamic of racism, white supremacy. What the president himself is going through is a manifestation of racism, white supremacy, where people who classify themselves as white, some people may want to call them Republicans or conservatives or Tea Party people. No, it's a segment of white people who are saying a black man is not going to tell us what to do. We don't care if he's president. Some uh politician, you know, is supposed to have recently said, it makes me sick to look at you, saying that to the president of the United States, or calling him a liar. Now, I, I, and so I mean, if they can do that to the president, yes, they can stop a black person, to, you know, say, you know, accuse you basically of being a thief in a store or stop you or have police stop you, stop Oprah here in the United States or in France. She goes in the store and says, I want to buy that purse. Well, you don't have enough money to buy it. She's one of the richest women in the world. So we have to begin to understand differently and not be dependent on just whoosh and fantasy. Whoosh and fantasy is for children. Adults need to graduate where they seek to understand reality. They seek to face and confront and be able to deal with
2: reality.
0: And so the Attorney General, Eric Holder, said shortly after taking office he raised the question are we a nation of cowards being unable to talk about racism see this is a thing that everybody wants to avoid if you want a good job position you can't talk about racism if you want to teach at harvard or yale or columbia you can't talk about racism Racism is the key that people who classify themselves as white hold to their survival. It's their game book. It's how they do things to keep black people in their place, and particularly black men. It's to keep all, it's like war against all black people, but war specifically against black men. The reason being, see, there are scientific reasons why. If they are fearful, as I maintain, of genetic annihilation, it's only men, whether they're white, black, brown, red, or yellow, who can impose sexual intercourse. Women cannot impose sexual intercourse. And so because it's men who can impose sexual intercourse, It is the black man who has the greatest genetic potential to cause white genetic annihilation. So he has to be attacked. And as I said in my definition, consciously and or subconsciously, this attack has to go forward. So when President Obama was elected president, the next thing that happened... And the white people themselves call it the Obama effect, meaning white people went out and massively bought guns. What are the guns for? The guns are if a black man is going to be elected president, then we have to arm ourselves and be prepared to kill black people if we need to because we are not going to let them be in charge of us, because if they are in charge of us, then we could be vulnerable to white genetic annihilation. And that cannot happen. This is where the expression, you don't want to be caught behind the eight ball. The eight ball representing the black man's genetic material. That's what the game of pool is all about. And billards, the white ball knocks all the colored balls under the table. the black ball, the most powerful, is last to be knocked under the under, under the table. So all of the ball games are related to this one issue, so we're looking at it, but because we don't understand the context, we have been deceived and told it's a democracy that is imperfect. We need to cast that aside and understand we are in a total local, national, global system of racism, white supremacy. The system is for white genetic survival by whatever necessary means. Now, this doesn't mean that black people should waste their time hating white people. See, it's like if you were going to play football, you don't spend your energy Hating your opponents, you want to be skillful, knowledgeable about the game, and skillful in the tactics and strategies that need to be employed to defeat the opponent. The same thing if you were playing chess. You're not going to spend your energy hating your opponent. You want the opponent to play their best game. But you want to be so skillful and knowledgeable about what the game is all about that you are challenged to prevent the opponent from checkmating you. The game of chess is about the white king checkmating the black king. That's what the game itself is about. Mm -hmm. So the people who classify themselves as white, for a long time they have understood what do they need to do in order to survive? But they have been deceptive in not telling black people or the other people of color on the planet what the game is all about. They've handed out to people of color all over the planet the religious philosophy and ideology is called Christianity and where the God is white. See, if somebody says this is the son of God which black people worship, I myself was baptized Baptist, christened AME. That was the religion that my parents on both sides were in. Most black people in this part of the world have been indoctrinated with Christianity. I'm not knocking anybody's religion, but we have to understand what is going on in religion, just like we have to understand what's going on in economics, education, entertainment, labor law, politics, religion, sex, and war. Inclusive of sex, that means everything that we are engaged in is a part of the system, just like the people who classify themselves as white use every single area of activity to control black people. And it's just black people. We simply do not understand the game. And so we look stupid. We look that we are not intelligent. But it's because we have been fundamentally deceived. If we can begin to understand what the system is about, that's just like, you know, they used to say black people couldn't play basketball, couldn't know, didn't know how to play football, couldn't be a quarterback, couldn't play tennis, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just like saying black people are stupid, and the two children, two black children from Nigeria in London, nine-year-old twins, They say they're the smartest children that have ever taken qualifying examinations in the history of England. Black. Two little black children. So we are not deficient in terms of intelligence potential, but we are deficient in terms of our understanding. And so... Most of the things that we end up doing just look stupid, and we don't even understand it. It's just like black people participating in, you know, whether it's scandal. Yes. You see, imagine black people, black women, looking at some program on TV. Where a black woman is being basically a whore to a white president. And this is supposed to be something that that one enjoys looking at? It just simply means we don't have a clue. We don't have a clue. Now, what is annihilated in a system of white supremacy is black
2: self-respect.
0: You see, it's black understanding and black self-respect are annihilated in a system for white genetic survival. And so our self-respect has been so traumatized that, you know, all the person has to do is say, oh, I'm going to make you a movie star, or I'm going to give you this position, and it's almost like we'll do any kind of flip and change to get some money because we think, that money is self-respect but it is not. You see, to get money doesn't mean self-respect. It means that you might kill your mama to get money, sell your children to get money, or drugs. So we have to sort of, it's almost like uh, I often use the analogy of you are in the train station And you get on the wrong train. I did that once, running to the train station and needing to go someplace. I was trying to go to Baltimore and got on the wrong train, going in the opposite direction. So what do you have to do? You have to go back to the train station and get on the right train. And so we got on the train integration, and we thought that was going to take us to nirvana and freedom and justice and found out. Do you see, because again, if we looked at the words integration, integrating black people and white people, and really, you know, like some people would like to pretend a colorblind world. If we entered into a colorblind world, being white people and people who can produce melanin skin pigment, and everybody was just interacting in the area of sex, oblivious to color, white people would disappear. So white people understand this. Wait a minute. I mean, Lincoln understood it.
2: Yep,
0: yep. Lincoln understood at the point that the enslaved Africans were emancipated. Now, I'm going to emancipate them in the states that are breaking away from the Union, but I am not going to give them equality with white people. We can't have that, because anybody who was running a slave plantation and uh, You know, a lot of historians have said Abraham Lincoln was mixed race himself. So he understood, even though it wasn't something he talked about, but people knew from his mother's side that there was mixture with black. That's why he was dark-skinned. He described himself as dark-skinned, wiry hair, That's Lincoln's own description of himself. Now, we see paintings of him, and they try to make him really look white, but his skin was dark. And some people have said his skin was very dark. Now, I know he didn't look like, you know, the darkest black person, but his skin was dark, swarthy complexion. That means that there was a melanin mixture somewhere along the line. But Lincoln understood that if the black people, you know, in 1863, if the black people and the white people all just were interrelating together, there would be white genetic annihilation. And just like that is understood by the people who classify themselves as white now. They understand that. They don't talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. They put pressure on anybody who is daring to talk about racism, white supremacy, yep. meaning the system for white genetic survival. But black people have to understand it if we are going to move forward, because we keep thinking that the people who classify themselves as white are somehow going to incorporate black people as equals into the economic system, into the educational system, into the entertainment, into employment. We keep thinking that at some point we're going to wake up and the people who classify themselves as white are going to embrace black people and forget about color. The people who classify themselves as white, if they were being honest with black people, they would say to black people, I hear what you want. But don't you understand? We cannot incorporate you. If we incorporated you because you have the greatest potential to produce this pigment melanin, and it will annihilate black, white people, we cannot incorporate you. What we can do
2: is genocide
0: you. We can kill you which is why they have a law stand your ground. Meaning any time a white person says, oh, I was afraid. The black person made me afraid. I had to shoot him. I had to kill him. Him. I had to kill him. I thought he had a weapon. I have to kill him.
1: Dr. Wilson, let me ask you this. Uh, why is, we have... So many reasons it to
0: are you away from the phone? I can't hear you
1: Oh can you hear me better now? That's better okay. We have so many reasons it seems to to unite please
0: speak loud and close to the phone
1: <laughs> okay, okay. How's that?
0: Okay, just keep speaking up uh-huh
1: okay it, it seems like we have so many reasons to be in unity, but we use those reasons to. To kill each other, we, 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 are, we, are, we are performing a self-genocide. Are, are we afraid of uh, the white supremacy? Are, are we living in a fear? We don't of that?
0: understand it. We don't understand it, and we don't understand its impact on us. In other words, I dare say, and I would bet anybody ten thousand dollars, that the next young black male person who is accused of shooting and killing another black male person. He did not grow up with a father in his home. See, that annihilating, uh, figuratively annihilating black men, because it's black men who are the critical point and focus of white genetic annihilation. And so then you can annihilate men if they are unemployed, if you don't give them a decent wage. If they're unemployed, they don't have a decent wage, they cannot play the role of a husband and a father. Now, they can reproduce
2: just like in
0: slavery. You see, where black people were breeding breeding and studying, the women were breedings, the men were studs used to produce more slaves, more people that were going to be abused, mistreated, and killed. That's the exact same thing we have going on right now. In formal slavery, men and women were not allowed to get married. Now the majority of black people are not married, producing children, in many instances unable to take care of the children. The children are turned over to foster care, and then they're shipped from one house to another house until they are almost insane. Wow. So we do not understand, and this is my whole, this is the point of my discussion for the last 40 years. When I started training In psychiatry, my interest was, what is making black people mentally ill? And then I understood, after taking histories of patients in the hospital, black people, that race was at the middle of the history. Racism. Race is only important in a system of racism, white supremacy. Somebody's race, so-called, only matters in a system of racism, which is white supremacy. That's why they don't ask what your character is on the census. They ask, what is your skin color? Are you able to cause white genetic annihilation? Then you're classified as non-white. I don't care how much people try to pretend they're mixed with this and mixed with that and mixed with other, and they're not really black, and they're mixed. Hey, the people who classify themselves are either you're white or you're non-white. Now, those are my classifications. And black people learn how to relate to the color code for white genetic survival before they learn how to read. The baby learns it on the first day of life because the relatives go to the hospital and everybody wants to check and see before they wonder whether the baby has five fingers, five toes on each hand and foot. What color is the baby? Is it going to be dark? Now, that's just black people's conditioning and training under white supremacy as they learn, if you're black, get back, brown, stick around, yellow, mellow; white, right. People of color all over this entire planet who have been under white supremacy have learned that, which is all of the people of color on this entire planet.
1: Let me ask you this.
0: So, uh, go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. No, you, you you go right ahead. Go right ahead.
0: No, I'm just saying this is what we need. Again, I said we got to go back to the train station. It's almost like we've got to go back to pre-K and begin to get a completely different understanding of what we are dealing with. And when we get a completely different understanding of what we're dealing with, then we have a completely different set of behaviors to checkmate this. See, racism and white supremacy is the highest form of injustice that has ever been conceived on the planet. But the people who classify themselves as white say that doesn't matter. Look, what matters is white survival. We're a tiny minority. We're genetic recessive. And we have to survive by whatever methods we work out. And that may probably mean genociding you. See, people, we are under genocide conditions right now. See, any time you are destroying the men of a people you are putting the people in a situation of genocide. And that's why we have a lot of, we have an epidemic of male children who are effeminized. Don't act like men. They act like women because they have been raised only around women. They don't know what a male is supposed to do. And many teachers who t- teach young children have said there are many male children who don't know how to go to the toilet as males. They sit on the toilet like women. That's, they're not stupid children. Wow. They simply have not been around males. They don't know how to conduct themselves as males. Where are the males Many of them are incarcerated,
1: if not dead, incarcerated. And let me ask you this: This is this. Speaking of that, I was I had jotted down I was going to bring up the uh, you know the gay lesbian community situation and how uh, I don't know if it's just a matter of them being popular with having a voting block that's working for them or or. or I just know that, you know, you got athletes who come out of the closet, as they say, and then they get a call from the president and first lady. Uh, congratulations. I mean, what, what's happening with our moral, moral foundation? I have nothing against gays. I mean, more power to you, whatever you want to do. Uh, nothing nothing personal, not homophobic. But what's happening with our moral foundation, and, and what's, what's the system's role with, with that?
0: Well, do you see, I would say that the dynamics within the
2: system –
0: Are such In other words, if you have war going on against males, if the males don't understand what the war is so that they are specifically fighting back, and I don't mean, you know, going out and hitting some white person over the head with a stick, but if they understand what is going on, if they understand there is a war against me maintaining my masculinity, then the culture or the people that they are a part of can devise tactics and strategies, meaning behaviors, so that masculinity is not destroyed. But see, they now have chemicals that can turn a female into a male, a male into a female. So it's like if the war is what I'm saying it's about, white genetic survival, and then you have to destroy the males and, you know, years ago they had the Tuskegee syphilis experiment giving black men syphilis and saying this was a way to destroy them. You had HIV AIDS. And so, you know, if the system could create a chemical, all they have to do is put it in the fast food. So we don't know, even physicians don't know, all the answers as to why are we seeing this kind of epidemic. But I do know that if we understand that what is feared on the part of the people who are in power in the system of racism, white supremacy means exactly what it says. The people in power are people who classify themselves as white. Black people have to content themselves with the illusion of inclusion, the illusion of inclusion, but they are not in power
1: no i, I they're
0: that. even i mean we all we have to do is turn on the t v every day and see they're saying, and the president doesn't have any power, yeah. We don't have to listen to him. We don't have to cooperate with him. We can turn over the country before we let him tell us what to do.
1: Wow. And speaking of the president, I, I thought that during his second term that he would perhaps be a little more aggressive in getting black people in his cabinet, but that has not happened, which makes me I mean, wonder. Can you please say that again. No, I, I was saying, I was thinking... President Obama in his uh, re-election would be a little more aggressive in appointing black people uh, in his cabinet or Supreme Court or whatever. That has not happened. I'm wondering if in the long run we might be worse off because President Obama uh, had not appointed any black people and when the next president, who definitely will, will not be black, all he has to say is that uh, hey, uh, Obama didn't appoint any black people. What you talking to me for about it? You know what? Uh, you think we could be worse off as a result of his? Well, election?
0: the President Obama's in the same situation that we all are in. We are all, as black people, victims of racist and white supremacy. Do you see? There's no black man on the planet who could change places with President Obama and not himself be a victim of white supremacy. We don't know that he hasn't been told, look, if you try to do certain things, we'll kill you. Yeah. We don't have any problem killing presidents. That's true. we We can kill your family. You look like you like your family. We can kill them. How would you like that? So if we as black people begin to understand, we are all in that situation. And the most important thing that we have available to us is to come out of mental confusion and be able to say, well, at least we are now beginning to understand that we are in a system of racism, white supremacy, which means continual abuse of black people in economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war. Now we finally are understanding that. And so we have to spend a lot of time turning off the loud music so we can think quietly think about how we are going to help ourselves being in a situation of this kind. Maybe what we will do, since we don't like the idea of black people going in a store and being uh, targeted while black, well, we will just black out the holidays. We don't like being insulted, demeaned, degraded, handcuffed in a store, accused of having an inappropriate credit card. So what we will do, no, we're not going to picket Barneys or picket Macy's. We will just stay out of all of the stores. And we won't even buy any turkeys. As much as we love turkey and dressing, and my goodness gracious, there's some so- oysters are in the dressing. But we... No, we're just going to stay out because we have to begin to register that we have some respect for ourselves. We're trying to regain not only understanding of the system structure that we're dealing with, but most importantly, we have to try to piece together and regain some self-respect. Our self-respect has been completely shattered since the Civil Rights era. Now, those black people who went up against those hoses and those dogs and those billy clubs and those horses and were trotted down in the street, those people had to have tons of black self-respect. Yes. Otherwise, they would not have been able to go through and endure and be determined. And they, they changed the shape, the conditions of racism, white supremacy. The system didn't end, but they changed some of the more odious conditions. But they had to have tons of self-respect. And so the system looks, and anybody can go back and look at those films from that era and see the dignity, the way the people carried themselves, the way they were dressed. Yes. And then you look at us now.
1: Yes. Yeah, we we, we definitely have been dumbed down, and uh, we, we... like the video See, games. they
0: have, it, it's like not understanding the system, but you can stand in the supermarket at the checkout and look at those images of black men and all the tattoos and hair all over their heads and, and looking grotesque. Yeah. So every white person and every black person looks at that. You see, and then people want to have jobs. So a game is being run on us. And nobody, in other words, no football team tells the opposing team, these are the plays that I'm going to make on you next Sunday or whenever the game is or Monday night or whatever. No, people have to figure that out for themselves team a better have enough respect for themselves that they will study team b and then they will practice and develop plays that they think are going to counter the plays that the other team is making but if they don't know if they don't know who they are imagine team people on team a not knowing what color jersey their team is supposed to wear So they think they're all together, so they start making points for the opposing team. That's what we are doing now, because we don't understand, and we don't respect ourselves. We don't respect who we are. So as much as we, you know, every time a black person is manifesting self-hate, which means if I hate myself as a black person, I can only hate the people who are a reflection of me who just look like me. And every black person who puts in a unit of self-hate in their conduct towards themselves or towards another black person is scoring 14 racism, white supremacy. Now, that's what we all have to understand. Black self-hate plus racism, white supremacy equals black genocide. So we're all going to have to go back to school and the school is just can be in our own houses. Go back to school and say we need new think. Every black person needs to be walking around talking about are you into the new think? Are you into the new black think? And somebody says, Well what is that? That's understanding the system of racism white supremacy. that we have to get into new black think if we're going to get ourselves halfway out of this crisis situation. Nobody is going to come and love us and take us out of it. We are going to have to extricate ourselves. And for the people who consider that they are spiritual and they believe in... uh, higher power, whatever name they want to give it, need to reflect on the fact that black people were made the first human beings, the mothers and fathers of everybody on the planet, including white people.
2: And so the force that
0: made the universe certainly can't think that we are less than anybody else. But we have been shaped and molded into the most degraded, the most self-degrading people on the planet. There are no other group of people on this entire planet that are calling themselves gangsters and thugs and bitches and hoes and dogs and bow wows. no other group of people on the entire planet are demeaning and degrading themselves in this manner and calling themselves niggers and saying it's entertainment. So we have to accept we're at the bottom of the barrel. We have been maximally demeaned, deceived, degraded. And it's going to be up to us to lift ourselves out. If we don't, then we're just going to be... See, there, you know, there are groups of people who have disappeared. There may be some historic record that they once existed. Now that can be us. Now, if, if people decide as individuals they are going to get in touch with their self-respect, get in touch with the reality stop deceiving themselves and saying, like somebody told me I was on a radio program, and I've been on a radio program several times, and somebody, the host told me that somebody called in the last time I was on and said, why does Dr. Welsing have to always talk about racism? And I said to him, that's like asking somebody at the North Pole. Why do they always have to talk about snow? Because there's snow at the North Pole. And you can't function at the North Pole if you don't understand snow. And we are in a total system structure of racism. Anything that we are talking about that is not related to trying to understand racism, white supremacy,
2: is talking
0: nonsense because that is the thing that is destroying us. Wow. Yeah, I,
1: I, I, I totally agree. I, I, I thought you were saying that I've been trying to get that out to uh, the people who I talk with also, but nowhere near as, as well as you can I'm gonna
0: need I'm going to need you to repeat that. It sounds like you drift away from the mic. Right? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's my line, but I'm not hearing you clearly.
1: Okay, can you hear me now?
0: That's better.
1: Okay. No, I was saying that uh, a lot of what you're saying is what I try to get across to, to people. Uh, i no nowhere mm-hmm. near as well as you put it out there, but I'm, I follow everything you're saying, and it's just so true. And it's happening right in front of our face. But we seem to want to believe what makes us feel good. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, this this whole thing, this, this is not a covert operation. It's right in our faces, and we seem to just love it.
0: You know, but let's say, for example, if, um, you know, people could be in an environment where there is some toxic microbe or deadly microbe or toxic gas, and because they don't smell it, they don't see it, and they're just functioning with it, until they, and they just die. Uh, do, do you see? And so people, once they have been misguided, it's like the people who have some insight and who can see, it's like it's an African proverb that says, each one teach one. And so we, you know, People who feel they have some understanding have to help other people understand. But it's up to every single black person. Now, I leave out the children because children are just who they are. Children are dependent upon adults teaching them. So any children who don't understand, everybody who's older has to say, well, I'm going to take responsibility for that even though I may not have been directly involved with a given particular child, but it's up to older people to help younger people understand. It's up to older people to save younger people. You see, so we have been even misguided away from that because of the dynamics within the system itself. But now we are beginning to understand what the system is about and understand by any means necessary. And all we have to look at is, are we in the shape, are we in the behavior shape, are we in the mindset shape that a self-respecting people would be in? And just, you know, do self-criticism,
2: not hate ourselves,
0: but say, wait a minute, is this who we're supposed to be on this planet? We're the mothers and fathers of everybody. Is this the shape that we're supposed to be in? With our children not being educated? Our children not knowing how to behave? People not knowing what to do with their genitals? See, I heard a discussion on the radio this afternoon about uh, stuff that's on the Internet. Do do you see? and, And cautioning children, you know, Stuff on the internet about people having sex with animals. So. Ooh. People having sex with little children. Do, do, Do you see? So the system of racism, white supremacy is a sick, it's an unjust culture and power dynamic, and it's sick.
2: It's sick.
0: And instead, see, in other words, if we hate ourselves as black people and then we say, well, why did why was I made black? I want to be white and I just want to wrap myself in this sick culture as opposed to, no, I want to be able to separate myself. I can't go any place. I can't go to a, another planet, but I can observe this is not who we are supposed to be. We don't come from a culture where people on the continent of Africa degraded sex a long time ago before being under white supremacy. That wasn't who we were. See, years ago, black people used to say, we don't do that, we don't behave in that way. White people behave in that way, but black people don't behave in that way. Now black people monkey see, monkey do. I want to look like white people. I want to act like white people. You see, in that confusion, as opposed to, wait a minute, we are in a system of racism, white supremacy, It's the highest form of injustice on the planet. Our mission is to change the system into a system of justice where nobody is mistreated, nobody is allowed to be mistreated, and those who need the most help get the most help. But the foundation for justice is self-respect. Justice is not some package that falls down on you out of the sky.
2: Mm -hmm. Justice is
0: something that people produce on a foundation of self-respect. And I maintain that people who classify themselves as white, they parade around and they tell black people to hate themselves because they have color. But truth be told, people who classify themselves as white wish they had color. But they understood consciously, subconsciously, if we create a culture where we make the people who have color, we don't have color because we have a genetic deficiency. We're a mutation from black people. So we don't have color. We wish we had color, which is why we suntan, which -hmm. is why we try to put chemicals to make us look like our skin is not white, but if we demean and degrade the black people to make them hate themselves and make them make themselves look ridiculous, then we can parade around like we're the pretty people. But we have made them demean and degrade themselves. And I'm telling black people now, we need to be walking around saying most black is most beautiful. Yeah. Because we have been taught to demean and degrade most black, and we're not going to get out of our dilemma until we are able see all the colors are okay, but we're going to put most black, crystal black, highest level of black, at the highest scale of respect. Now, once we are able to sincerely do that, and uh, we are able to understand that this is what we looked like before our grandmothers were raped, as opposed to people parading around, and I'm so glad my great-grandmother was raped, and I don't look white. I don't look black, rather no we have to we have to get out of that color sickness, and we have to do it through total conscious intention see this is this is uh this is a war going on by other means. The answer is not hate the answer is not to move around white people and treat them discourteously and in disrespect no but to move around them in understanding and move around them in self-respect. You see, and translate that self-respect into sexual activity. See, sex is magnificent. So what? In a war, people are not jumping out of the foxhole and just saying, I have to have sex. In producing a baby and it's a war going on black people need to begin to be what I call black sex revolutionaries where mm-hmm. they're not playing with sex see that's what we were done, that was what was done to us in formal slavery
1: mm-hmm.
0: you breed you're a stud now you make this woman pregnant and I'm going to take that baby and sell it this is what we're doing right now creating all kind of children everybody has a different last name the children are all confused and upset yep and so it's not a matter of demeaning ourselves we have to say well this is interesting this is interesting what has happened to us now let us figure it out let us understand And then, now, what are we going to do
2: about this?
0: Mm. See, I say the black sex revolutionaries, you know, if I could wave a magic wand, black people wouldn't be having any sex until they were married and until they were 30 and 35. And so, well, what are we going to be doing? Going to school, getting an education, gaining skills, learning things. And so then the person is then maturing themselves and they are in a state of greater maturity to teach children something, being able to take care of children together, a black man and a black woman, taking care of children together and making them strong, self-respecting teaching them how to read, teaching them how to write, teaching them what is correct, teaching them to love themselves, respect themselves, because that's what they see their parents doing. So nobody has to, you know, nobody has to personally feel bad, whatever their circumstances. All they have to say, well, this is interesting. I didn't really know that I was in a war where there is an attempt to inferiorize us as black people. Now we're beginning to understand. This is a whole system that seeks to inferiorize us because we have this precious chemical in our skin called melanin. I say the melanin probably is what allows the Egyptians to put up those pyramids. And do other things that the people were capable of doing. This black pigment in our skin. But we have been taught to hate blacks, so we don't even know what melanin can do. We just get glimpses with people like George Washington Carver, who was a black man, black, black man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And people wondered how could he create all of the things? How did he know what plants could do? And he said because he went out early in the morning when it was quiet and the plants would communicate with him and tell him what they could do. Now, he's referring the plants were not speaking English. But melanin is an energy receptor. Everything is energy. Plants are energy. And so if he's able to use that melanin, as I theorize and pick up the energy communication from the plants but the receptor is the very thing that we have been taught to hate which is probably the very thing that is our source of power if we could get back to respecting ourselves as black people so it's a very great challenge in front of us And, you know, I see the creator of the universe. Black people are just begging, you know, God help me, help me. And the creator said, you know, I made you black. I made you crystal black because I wanted you to be black. And you don't respect black,
2: so that's like
0: spitting in my face or spitting in my eye. Now, this is the creator responding to us asking for help when we don't respect how we were made. Yep, yep. We don't think we're beautiful. So, you know, to me it's it's uh it's it's difficult, but it's a great challenge that is in front of us. And the whole thing is are we going to rise to the occasion?
1: Yeah. It, it, it's a hell of a challenge ahead. Uh, you know, cracking this system is something else. Uh, do you? Do you? See, what, what, how, what do you see down the down the line? I, I, I'm not sure. I want to be wrong, but I'm not sure if I see any light. I'm not. I'm not sure if I see that happening. Well, that,
0: that, uh, well, let me encourage you because. In other words, when uh, a task is very difficult, do, do you see if you find yourself thinking, I can't, we can't, yeah. challenge yourself to start saying, I can and I will. See, the job looks big, but I have to tell myself, well, if I have to turn this thing around all by myself, I'm going to do it.
1: No, I, I, uh, I mean, huh? No, I'm saying I, I, I definitely I, I'm tr- trying to be positive, positive about it, which is why I try to awaken people to the fact that that the, the system is right in our faces. We got to acknowledge it and understand it. And I, I learned that from you and uh, Neely Fuller and others who I've been listening to for years. And I try to spread that word. And I just hope that it's seeping into somebody.
0: Well see, believe in what you're doing. I think that what you're doing, you know, like I may have said to you before, all the people who have, you know, blogs or or radio shows or something like that and you know, are trying to talk about something that is serious and important. You know, it's not just singing and dancing. Right. It's trying to talk about important topics. And so I say, you know, like you're doing very important work. See, being serious and doing important work. And we have to uh, learn to believe in ourselves. And again, I say, you know, we're the parent people of the planet. And so even though, you know, it would be like a parent... uh, some catastrophe occurs, you know, a fire in the house and the parents are determined they're gonna save the children. And they do things that they previously may thought have thought they couldn't do. Or it's like a child somehow a car is on top of a child and some mother decides she's gonna lift that car off of that child and somewhere the strength and the power comes from to do that could be a father I'm going to lift this car off of this child and I'll tell people you know I don't think uh, people do enough focusing on uh, Richard Williams who is the father of Serena Williams and Venus Williams and this black man did something no other person on the face of the planet
2: has done
0: This black man and his wife, this man said that he was going to bring two children in the world and teach them how to play tennis, and they were going to be the top tennis players in the world. He didn't say, I'm going to bring some children in the world and I'm going to give them to white people and ask white people to teach them how to play tennis. He said in Compton, California, in the ghetto, I'm going to teach them myself how to play tennis and turn them into top players in the world. They say Serena Williams is the best person that's ever played tennis. Now, that's what a black man did. He said, from the start, I'm going to make two children, and I'm going to teach them myself, and they're going to be on top. Tiger Woods' father did the same thing, but Tiger got confused about, you know, he lost, if he ever had respect for himself as a black man. You know, I'm a Cabal Asian. I'm all mixed up, and everybody's looking at him and saying, you're black, buddy. Yep. Just like they look at the president, (laughs) you're a black man.
1: Wow. Well, Dr. Welsning, I tell you, uh, it's been an education today. I, I, I think it's going to be a very uh, well-listened to show, and I, I really hope that the, the information that you put to us really really, really sinks in and gets the people to think like we need to think about what's going on right before our eyes. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to share with us in closing?
0: Yes, I would. Let me just go over, you know, because people say, well, what can I do? And I'm just going to go to the work of Neely Fuller uh, in his textbook for victims of racism. And I certainly hope everybody gets his work because he's the first person, a black man, no college degree, did fundamental, critical work on outlining and talking about the system of racism, white supremacy, genius thinking. Absolute genius thinking. But Mr. Fuller talks about counter-racist behavior, and I refer to them also as behavior codes for black self and group respect and black mental health. And I say build a powerful black internal culture of counter-racism. And these are the simple basic behaviors Stop name-calling one another. See that this is like building a monument and a pyramid to black self-respect with our behavior as black people. Stop gossiping about one another. Stop squabbling with one another. Stop snitching on one another, informing on one another for reasons of personal gain. Stop cursing one another. Stop being discourteous to one another. Stop being disrespectful to one another. Stop stealing from one another. Stop robbing one another. Stop fighting one another. And stop killing one another. See, just imagine if we were doing these things as a collective of people and how we would, we would have a completely different atmosphere as we relate to one another, and then how we could relate and push back with what is pushing at us, which is a system of racism, white supremacy being determined to inferiorize us.
2: So I'm going to say
0: those again. Stop name-calling one another. Stop gossiping about one another. Stop squabbling with one another. Stop snitching on one another informing on one another for reasons of personal gain. Stop cursing one another. Stop being discourteous to one another. Stop being disrespectful to one another. Stop stealing from one another. Stop robbing one another. Stop fighting one another. Stop killing one another. And I add to that list, stop using and selling drugs to one another. Stop throwing down trash where black people live, work, and play. Stop making dirt and filth the norm. Stop black children from thinking that as children they can be adequate mothers and fathers. Stop believing that welfare will save you. Start believing in prosperity. Stop pretending that racism, white supremacy does not exist. Stop being divided and conquered. Stop allowing black, brown, red, and yellow people being divided by white supremacy.
2: <coughs>
0: Excuse me. So that would be my closing message.
1: Well, I take I take it to heart. I'm, I'm humble. Uh, appreciate you taking the time to come on hopefully as as life goes on I can maybe get you back on again as things transpire and things change and remain the same we can get together and talk about it again
0: well thank you very much for having me
1: thank you Dr. Wilson work all right thank you very much. Mm-hmm. take care wow okay uh it's something because, uh, before we got on the air, uh, we, we talked on the phone and, you know, I, re- I usually go over talking points with, you know, the guests that I had on and I ran down a list of things that I wanted to talk about. And i tell you, uh, all I had to do was sit back and listen. I didn't have to go in and ask these questions because as she talked and as she lectured everything I said in the form of the lecture, she answered. And I tell you, she, she's unbelievable. Uh, I'm honored to have her on the show. I I, I hope that uh, you enjoy uh, her conversation. I hope you take to heart what she's saying, think about it. Uh, And I was uh, even thinking that a lot of what she was saying are things that I had kind of been saying myself, and actually a lot of what I have been saying I actually have gotten from her. So I guess it would uh, make sense that uh, I would be on an interview with her and she would be saying some of the things that I said because I got it from her in the first place as I think about it. So, yes, the system is out there. It's right in our faces. And uh, like I said uh, on a Facebook post not long ago, I said, we need we need a new book. She said the same thing. I mean, it's, we, we need to be totally made over. We, we, we got to do this. Ain't nobody going to do it for us. We have to do it for ourselves. We got to learn what's going on. If we don't know what's going on, ain't nothing we can do about it. What's going on is the system. We don't understand the system. Ain't nothing happening. Uh, Joe Stroder was going to be on, but he is busy at the House of Bing, getting prepped for uh, tomorrow night uh, at the House of Bing, more better jazz productions, world-class jazz and old-school elements. That's going to be taking place at 6930 South Shore Drive at 730. 6930 South Shore Drive, 730. Plenty of free parking, good food, good drinks. And the, the best people you could ask to be around for a, a jazz show or anything else. Just beautiful, beautiful people. Everybody just is so kind and friendly. It's, it's a beautiful change of place. I recommend you get out there and check it out, and uh, it'll pull you right in. One, you just get there, and the jazz will do the rest. You will leave there feeling pretty good. So having... Uh, well, I'm going to have to let this one sink in. I'm going to relax for a minute. And I'm going to uh, listen to the archive tonight. And I just want to hear this again. Uh, just a great person, very, just an expert on what she's talking about, Ex- expert on the system, Dr. Frances Fresh And I'm going to thank her again. So, as always in parting, in the name of whomever or whatever, your spiritual power. Peace.
2: Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's hey, up, man? Brother, what's this is hey, you know
1: man. I, yeah, I, I like, 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 Stop
2: right on.
0: There's too many of you crying. Brother, brother, brother. There's far too many of you die.
2: You know we've got time
0: to, to bring some love in here today. Hey, yeah. Father, Father. We don't need to You see, war is not the answer for all in love.